You know, one of my favorite things that happens in the calendar year is watching one shining moment after March Madness is all said and done. Yeah, it's all right, I guess. I think it'd be a lot more fun if my team was actually in it for once. But yeah, it's cool. Yeah, you know, I feel like someone really should make one for us after a long spring storm season. But the question is, what music would we add to it? Oh, man, there's tons of stuff. Thunderstruck for one. Have you ever seen the rain? It's been coming for some time. Oh, Adele set fire to the rain. Iron Rain by James Taylor. I've seen fire and I've seen rain. I got it. Let's use that chart topper from back in the day. You know, the one that talks about, you know, the rain and the storms and something about an old guy snoring or whatever. It's raining, it's pouring, the old man. Gosh, you're old. I even threw you some Credence and some James Taylor, and that's what you could come up with. Horrible. Welcome, everybody, to the Tuesday edition of the Pinpoint Podcast. It is April 4th, 2023, for Shell Winkley. I'm Max Crawford. Hopefully fire and rain doesn't describe the Texas weather over the next couple of days, but there's definitely potential that it does. Let's dive in. All right, so let's start here about the warmth. Monday turned out to be the warmest day that we have seen in 2023 so far. 89 degrees officially over at Eastwood Airport. That did not take the daytime high record for the third day of April. That still belongs to 1939 and 1893 at 90 degrees. We came close. The official high was actually... 89.6 degrees at Eastward Airport. And look, the weather pattern that we're in right now would probably bring us warm temperatures, above average temperatures for the early part of April. But we have this new data from our colleagues over at Climate Central. It's called a climate shift index. So what it can do is it can tell us day to day when it comes to temperatures, how much of a fingerprint does man-made climate change have on it? And man, I tell you, yesterday was probably one of the highest days we've seen for the Brazos Valley specifically when it comes to our daytime highs. We had a four out of five, meaning it is highly likely that climate change has caused temperatures to be that much warmer yesterday than what it would have been just in a normal world. And as we get into your Tuesday and we look for another day in the upper 80s, we're at about a three out of five. So we're still up there, although changes will be coming for us soon. That involves a big low pressure system moving across the Great Plains and affecting some of the same areas that saw severe weather to finish last week. All right, so we get a cold front with another very potent, intense system that's coming across the country. And very similar to last Friday, this thing's tracking across the central plains very far north in the United States. So for the most part, and we'll get into this in just a bit, but our general severe weather concern locally is low. It is going to be pretty high, though, for the same spots that got hit uh, pretty hard last Thursday in places like Iowa and Arkansas. So this cold front that comes through will unlock the chance for rain and storms on Wednesday. And then it gets stuck either somewhere in or very near to the Brazos Valley. All while little disturbances are passing along it and riding up that front, flinging tropical moisture our way. So that's going to lead us to very much cooler than average temperatures and also significantly rainier days. We've got a likely high chance for rain on Thursday and Friday. And again, depending on where that front sets up, that could be the focal point for some very heavy rain somewhere between uh, the Brazos Valley as well as portions of southeast Texas. More on that in a bit, though. Let's first talk about the stormy setup over the next few days. Friday's severe weather outbreak and Tuesday's At least if we're just looking at the Storm Prediction Center outlook for the highest risk for severe weather, 
is really close to identical. Portions of the Midwest and then portions of the Mid-South, even stretching down into parts of Texas, are under the gun for some severe weather. And once again, here in the Brazos Valley, we are on the fringe of that area. So overall, the severe risk is low, but one or two storms may need to be monitored as early as late this afternoon. But for us, more likely as we go tonight into early Wednesday morning. Once that aforementioned front rolls through, though, the severe threat goes down, but we do keep the moisture along for that heavy rain potential through the rest of the week. Okay, so we can use this to our benefit, though. So we ended 2022 on a very wet note, saturated note as we went through November and December. If you remember back, Thanksgiving was a rainy mess. Parts of December were the same. But then we got to 2023 and we have seen some rain, but it hasn't been overwhelming. In fact, for the first part of the year, we've only picked up so far 6.38 inches of rain. In January and February, we fell short of our rainfall by about an inch and a quarter plus a little bit more. But last month alone, the month of March was a very dry one. We were about two inches behind on rainfall. So what we need here is about three to six inches of rain over a month's time in order to get us out of the abnormally dry conditions that we have for most of us and ease back some of the moderate drought conditions we have in our northern and southwestern counties. As Max just said, we have a chance to pick up a lot of that, most of that, maybe all of that within the next couple of days. So this will be beneficial rain. Our ground is ready to drink it up. And the runoff shouldn't be quite as bad considering the fact that we do have green vegetation across the Brazos Valley. Still something we very much need to monitor, but while it may be an inconvenience and a messy couple of days, this is some good stuff. It's those infamous April showers we always talk about to get us to the May flowers. And the good news is it looks like a lot more of the Easter weekend is going to be on the drier side as early as Saturday. We could get things a lot more isolated around here and Easter Sunday is looking drier too. Alrighty, that'll do it for this Tuesday edition of the Pinpoint Podcast. I hope you have a fantastic day. For Shell Winkley, I'm Max Crawford. We'll see you next time, guys. 